baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show. Hope you're having a good Memorial Day weekend. You gotta love this song. You just, you just gotta love this song. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Love to hear from you. All Seasons Press recently announced the forthcoming publication of Tucker, the definitive biography of Tucker Carlson. It is a book every observer of America's most important conservative voice will want to read. In the book, author Chadwick Moore discusses what he learned about Tucker from spending the better part of a year working on the book, much of it in conjunction with Tucker Carlson himself. Among other things, he reveals the irony that Tucker's final planned interview, planned monologue rather, dealt with AOC's demand that his show be pulled off the air. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, AOC, (laughs) you gotta love her. With us now to discuss the book is author Chadwick Moore. He is a journalist, public speaker, political commentator, and culture critic. He's a columnist and contributing editor at The Spectator, editor-in-chief of Outspoken and Outspoken Middle East, and formerly a regular guest on Tucker Carlson Tonight. Chadwick, thank you for joining us, my friend. It's a pleasure to have you on the show this evening. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, of course. It's a real pleasure to talk to you. My pleasure, and I can't wait to get a copy of the book and and read it i i mean for for tens of of millions of americans tucker carlson was you know not one of the only voices on cable news providing a, a counter narrative to establishment washington and and the mainstream stream press you spent a long time with him better part of a year he granted you unprecedented access to both his professional and his personal life i i got to ask you just on a anecdotal personal side you know who is tucker carlson off camera what's he like what what is it about him what's he like that we didn't get to see by watching him on tv um yeah totally you know that's a great question and i'm and 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 i love that question i'm happy you asked that like so he's you know off camera you know he's um he's such a human you know what i mean he's he's in his personal life, because obviously, like, he's the most hated man in America or most celebrated, <laughs> however you want to chalk it up. But, like, you know, he has so many forces against him that, like, when you get to know him as a human being, you get to know he's just, like, a good guy. And everyone who's who's ever met him has said that. And even, like, Democrats who've met him, like, as a person will always say, like, he's a good guy. Like, yeah, we hate what he stands for. We hate, you know, what he talks about. But he's a good guy. And, you know. I think one of the one of the biggest takeaways I had when I working on this project is that he's a like a lovely human being and he doesn't like it let his work infiltrate his um personal life. And he has a, a very rich personal life and he protects that with like his wife, uh Susie and their four children. They they very much um don't try to let like the negative stuff come in and also not the positive. Like he doesn't believe his own BS, right? You know, like a lot of like a lot of cable news hosts, you would expect, and they are. If you've ever worked in television or been around television people, you know that you know they have big heads. They're not very nice people. 
They have egos. Um, Tucker sort of has always built his entire life trying to not be that. And it's wonderful to sort of spend so much time with him and see that. And, you know, he got into this not wanting to be on television. He was always a journalist. He was a print guy. He wanted to be a writer. His idols were uh, Hunter S. Thompson and P.J. O'Rourke and his father, obviously, who was uh, also a journalist. So he never wanted to be in television, and he, he was always really aware of the trappings of television, especially how um, once you're in that world, you, you can become, excuse my language, but, you know, a, a jerk. Right. I was going to say something worse. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's something that, 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 that through this process really struck me. Well, you know, they, they used to say that somewhat of some of those same things about Rush Limbaugh, that he was always fairly grounded and that if you got to know him on a personal side, very different than to an extent, you know, the, what you would hear on the radio. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that Tucker ha- has that grounded personality that isn't uh, vilified or isn't, isn't what they try and vilify. Were, were you still with him working on the book when he was fired? Were you still or had you finished by that point? Well, I was. I mean, interestingly, <clears throat> that week, so like I'd already finished my book, and um, that week I had a call scheduled with him just for like to follow up some, on some stuff. You know, I had like five questions like, oh, you know, is this, was I accurate on this statement? You know, how do you about this? I need more information on this, whatever. And then that happened that Monday. And, and as it would have turned out, I was, you know, I was a regular guest on the show for the entire run of the show. And I was on the episode, the final episode of the show, which was um, April 21st, which none of us knew was going to be a final episode. So oh. I was a guest on that episode. And then, like, I had, like, the, the following week, I had, like, a couple questions for him um, just to tidy up the manuscript. And then this happened. So so um, after that happened, uh, we've, you know, updated it. I've interviewed I've, – I've, uh, sorry, I've uh, interviewed him twice since then. And, you know, he told me what he was feeling at the time. And what he was feeling at the time is he was – he didn't know what was happening. And Fox News has still never given him um, an answer about why they fired him. I was going to ask, was, if, why do you think they fired him, and, and does he know? Well, so the morning that he was fired, it was uh, April 24th that morning, and he had already filed his manuscript that, that or his monologue that morning. And he said to me, I've seen it. I, oh, I, I know what it looks like. And um, Fox News president Suzanne Scott called him at 11 in the morning and said, we're just taking your show off the air. That's it. Thank you very much. Goodbye. No explanation. Wow. When I talked to him after that, he was just as confused as everyone else. Like he had no idea. Um, and they gave no explanation. They still officially have not given him explanation. He is still technically an employee of Fox News. He's still getting paid. He's being paid to not have a show right now as we speak. And uh, what I've learned from my sources, what they've told me was news that was um, uh, previously out there earlier in May. And these reports earlier in May had said that it was a condition of the settlement with Dominion. Right. That Dominion had uh, privately said you have to take this guy off the air. In order to settle. And then they settled six days later. Tucker's show was pulled off the air. My sources uh, have confirmed that. Um, I have no reason to believe that my sources um, don't know what's going on. I think that my sources know exactly what's going on. That's what they told me. And they told me that before uh, this news was out there. So Dominion has obviously denied this. They've denied it in very slippery language. Language. Um, but um, that's what I know. So that's all I can say. We're talking with Chadwick Moore, the author of the new book, Tucker, the biography that broke the Internet, by the way. Um, give us a can you tell us like a unique or funny sort of behind the scenes story from your time working with him, either as a guest or in conjunction with writing the book? Oh, I think that I think the most wonderful thing about the book, because it's a biography, you know what I mean? Right. So like like the, the news is. Is is a part of the book, and we and I definitely I wrote two new chapters after this happened to put in the book. But you know, it's like his life story, so it's like who is this guy really? You know, and like my favorite part was you know I, I hung out with his dad a lot, who's still alive, Dick Carlson. He's eighty two, 
Uh, he was a journalist as well. Um, hearing about Chucker, Tucker as a child was so fun and so interesting. And we have pictures in the book of Tucker as a kid. And he's six years old, and he still has that same face. You know that Tucker face? <laughs> oh, yeah. Same face when he's six years old. I love that so much. Um, hearing about, honestly, I, I, for me, it was just like learning who this man was as a human being. Um, but he's like a lovely guy. You know, everyone likes him like as a TV personality. But when you get to know him as like a human, it's different. It's and, cool. Yeah, it's cool. I, it's I, very cool. I, I, yeah. I used to, in a previous uh, career, I used to run conventions, uh, science fiction conventions. I got to know a lot of the casts of some of the original Star Treks, and uh, I got to meet a lot of those guys. And it's interesting when you spend some quality time with some of the actors who play these characters and you meet them, it, it is kind of different when you see that other side of them and get to, oh, hey, this is the guy. He's not not what you would expect, and so that's kind of cool. Um, I have to ask you, you reveal in the book that his plan, final plan monologue dealt with <laughs> – with AOC demanding that he get pulled off the air, um, I, I would love to have seen that or him do that monologue because she's such a crackpot. Uh, you know, one thing that upsets me is that she got what she wanted. I just, I wish, I wish she hadn't, she and the others. What do you think he'll do next? I mean, what's, for lack of a better term, what's his revenge going to be? Yeah, well, that's the dark irony because his, Final monologue, which was going to be um, April 24th, was addressing that because AOC had gone on MSNBC oh, I, uh, uh, that previous weekend. And she said, basically said he should be arrested. And she basically said, like, people who think like him shouldn't be allowed in public society and they should go to jail. So he was addressing that in his final monologue, which never aired, uh, never aired and also um, J6 stuff and Ray F stuff. Um, so what he's going to do. Uh, going forward is they are doing a show on Twitter is what they're playing right now. So Elon Musk has said he's launching a new video service. My sources tell me it's called X video, although that sounds um, like something that's dirty. It's not. <laughs> X it's, or, uh, or, or something that, you know, Marvel came up with. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he's branding everything now around like the X thing, like X space or SpaceX. And then X gotcha. Corp is now the corporation that owns Rick. So X video is now the new thing that he wants to launch Elon Musk, uh, which is meant to compete with YouTube. So this is different from the thing that um, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis launched on, which is Twitter Spaces. It's, right. it's a different product. So everyone's like, oh, that was so bugged, whatever. And it was. But um, so uh, anyway, um, Twitter is planning to launch this thing called X video. And, and that seems very attractive to them. The reasons why those are attractive, and I'll tell you right now, is that, um, number one, obviously Twitter is owned by Elon Musk now, so it's, you know, not – it's safe for people who aren't, you know, crazy lefties. But secondly, uh, from what I understand is Fox News was uh, – didn't have the foresight to include Twitter in their non-compete with oh. Tucker's contract. Huh. So that seemed like a, a, a very convenient – outlet it's a way around his non-compete yeah so he's not so twitter is not in his non-compete with fox and now he's still an employee of fox and fox has has, um silenced him you know fox you know oh fox they're conservative news they're free speech but they're silencing the speech of their most important person right now um it a loophole in the contract is that twitter is not included in the non-compete and that is why tucker is able to do a show on twitter and his um producer justin wells has told me they're happy to give it a go. Uh, they're, if it doesn't work out well, then they'll move someone else. You know, they're not they're they're not um, uh, being paid by Elon or committed to Elon. It's just an outlet for them. Very cool. Well, again, the book is called Tucker. It's a it's a must read for anyone who cares about America and its future. I, I'm assuming it'll be available on Amazon. Is it out yet, or is it when does it come out? So it's on pre order now. If you go to TuckerTheBook.com, you can find it everywhere. It's going to be released on July 18th, um, but you can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it at anywhere you buy books. If you don't like Jeff Bezos, you can buy it direct from the publisher at TuckerTheBook.com, and that's where it is. Well, and they can also find you at ChadwickMoore.com, and uh, you're on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. You're Chadwick underscore Moore on Twitter, correct? Correct, yes. Brother, I appreciate you. Cannot wait to get a copy and read the book. 
Thank you again for joining us, my friend, and uh, carry on the fight, brother. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a real pleasure. Pleasure. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. May is the month for electrifying deals at Midwest Kia. The long-awaited return of rebates is here. So take advantage of factory incentives on eight different all-new Kia models with as much as $7,500 in lease cash or special 2.99% APR for 66 months. That's right. Electrify your ride with up to $7,500 in lease cash on 2023 EV6 or purchase with a special APR of 2.99% for 66 months. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. Searching for a quality pre-owned vehicle? At Midwest Kia, we have doubled our inventory of certified pre-owned vehicles and are proud to be the only local dealer that can offer Kia manufacturer certification, giving you the peace of mind you deserve. Drive away with Kia's amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty on every new and certified pre-owned Kia today. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Bonus for well-qualified lessees. Limited powertrain warranty valid May 2nd to June 1st. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Child care providers are helpers, protectors, and professionals. They're devoted and hardworking and critical to many families' success. Our communities rely on child care professionals to nurture our children, to allow parents to return to work, and to keep our economy strong. They take care of all of us. Now it's our turn to return the favor. Let's give child care providers the resources they need to keep going. Together, let's strengthen child care in Kansas. Get involved at childcareinkansas.com. Taco Bell and Pizza Hut invite you to tune in on Friday, June 2nd for the live simulcast of the Riverfest Textron Aviation Opening Night Fireworks on 103.7 KEYN. Be sure to visit your local Taco Bell or Pizza Hut location, bringing you all the sights and sounds of Riverfest fireworks. Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Tune in Friday, June 2nd for the live simulcast of the Riverfest Textron Aviation Opening Night Fireworks on 103.7 KEYN. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. When you're on the go, take us with you. Just download the free Odyssey app, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, and listen to us, plus music, sports, podcasts, and more. Everything. Wichita's number one talk, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Listen to KNSS Radio on your smart speaker. Try it now. So you have a smart speaker? Tell us to play KNSS Radio. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Witch Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit KNSSRadio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, 
Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. Would love to hear from you. So, you know, <laughs> again, doesn't take much to find these outrageous stories. An Ohio school district decided not to intervene after students elected a pair of gender-fluid classmates as prom king and queen. (laughs) Gender-fluid, for those of you who might be old school, has nothing to do with one's bladder. According to the dictionary, the condition is defined of or relating to or being a person whose gender identity is not fixed. In other words, you're a loon. In other words, the prom king at Fairmont High School may or may or not be a boy or a girl or transgender or two-spirit or asexual or pansexual or demisexual or God knows what. The possibilities are endless these days. And the same goes for the prom queen, not to be confused with drag queen. That's also likely nowadays. Fairmount students elected 18-year-olds Rosita Green and Deshaun Conley. Ms. Green was named King, and Mr. Conley was named Queen. <laughs> I know. It's, it's terribly confusing. Look, I, I get it. <laughs> if the students voted these two into their respective roles, you know, who am I to be an election denier? <laughs> But at what point do the adults in the room need to step in and let sanity and reason take over? I mean, I'm sorry, folks, but schools harm children when they play along with this charade. Boys are boys. Girls are girls. Even a kindergarten cop knew that. And... (laughs) What this school allowed to happen at prom is normalizing something that isn't normal. And I don't mean to trigger the gender-fluid crowd, but God made little boys to be prom kings and little girls to be prom queens. And no amount of nine non-binary gender-fluid brainwashing is going to change those biologic and scientific facts. Uh, again, trust the science here, folks. And woke schools aren't the only ones getting into the act. Despite the show being centered and catered to children ages seven and up, Transformers Earth Spark decided to introduce their first non binary character last November. The show is inappropriately shoving liberal ideologies down their kids' throats. We already know because the show is showing these insane pronouns down the throats of seven-year-olds. And this is a seven-year-old show that literally now has characters that are identifying as they, them. For seven-year-olds. I mean, this is so inappropriate. It's crazy that anyone would think this is appropriate for seven-year-old kids. It's just not appropriate. Seven-year-olds, we're lucky to even get them to spell the regular pronouns and get them straight, let alone understand this kind of garbage. I mean, these are destructive and corrosive lies, and they're only going to end when responsible adults say enough is enough and stop patronizing products that promote this nonsense. It's, it's, and, and this is what it is. It is literal nonsense. But, you know, what do I know? I, 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 you know I'm just an old stick in the mud. Eh, that's okay. If you disagree, if you agree... Give me a call. Let me know. 
869-1330. Our studio lines are open. We'll take a quick break to pay a few bills. Coming up with U.S. aid to Ukraine starting to run low, Poland's consul general in New York, Adrian Kibitsky, will join us to discuss how long it will be before President Biden asks the American taxpayers for another blank check for the war in Ukraine. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Weather brought to you by Rustiak Ford. Outdoor plans through the remainder of your holiday may involve some rain, as we'll have some shower and thunderstorm possibilities tonight. Mostly cloudy, lows in the lower 60s, 63 with south winds 8 to 18. On Monday, Memorial Day, mainly afternoon showers and storms up to 83. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. News. A final agreement reached on the debt ceiling. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, appearing on Fox News Sunday, praised what he called the historic financial nature of the deal. We're actually spending less than we spent last year. Democratic House Leader Hakeem Jeffries, appearing on CBS's Face the Nation, said President Biden was able to protect programs important to those on their side of the aisle. It protects Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, veterans. The deal may be voted on in the House on Wednesday before heading to the Senate. Fox's Kevin Uretsky. Meanwhile, polls show former President Trump is dominating the Republican presidential primary field, but lagging slightly behind President Biden in general election predictions. And the field is growing with the most recent entry of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I love every candidate getting in the ring. It gives us another opportunity to contrast what Republicans will do. RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures. America is listening to Fox News. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. AM radio provides always-on news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports. And it's also a vital service that provides important emergency information when your community needs it most. Tell Congress you need AM radio to stay in your car. Because when cell phones and the Internet are down, this free emergency service is critical. And when you don't have electricity, radio in the car is often your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for their news, traffic, weather, sports, and a community connection. It's the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. It's critical that we keep AM radio in cars, because when cell and Internet services are down, this free emergency service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Severe weather season is here, and when thunderstorms form, they can be quite strong. What is a severe thunderstorm? Anytime winds are in excess of 58 miles per hour and or hail is one inch in diameter or larger, a severe thunderstorm warning can be issued. The warnings are not issued based on heavy rain or lightning. The severe thunderstorm watch means conditions are favorable for severe thunderstorms. The severe thunderstorm warning means one may be imminent and heading in your direction. Severe thunderstorms can and occasionally do produce tornadoes. Sometimes storm systems will produce a squall line or derecho, a swath of damaging winds that can exceed 70 or 80 miles per hour, and that can be more damaging than a tornado. It's most important this time of year you have multiple ways to receive watches and warnings. Take action and prepare. Whether you work in an office, outside, or at home, we're right there with you. I listen at work on the Odyssey app. It's awesome at work. It's just easy, and I can take it with me wherever. Just download the free Odyssey app. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show War. (laughs) That's an uh, appropriate song for my next guest. We're going to talk about the $48 billion the uh, Ukraine aid package that Congress approved in December has only about $6 billion left meaning U.S. funding for weapons and supplies could dry up by midsummer, which is raising fresh concerns among some lawmakers about what the White House is planning next, including when the administration will inevitably ask for another major package and whether that will be enough. The funding, many members say, needs to continue to flow without interruption, especially as Kiev prepares to launch what's expected to be a sweeping counteroffensive to retake ground east from the Russians. Joining now to discuss the fact that the U.S. aid to Ukraine is running out and whether or not we should send more is Polish Consul General Adrian Kubitsky. He is a diplomat, sociologist, expert in public relations and communications, former journalist and spokesperson for Lot Polish Airlines. In August 2019, he joined the Polish Foreign Service in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, where he received a consular title and was appointed to a four-year term as director of the Polish Cultural Institute in New York, part of Poland's diplomatic mission to the U.S., specializing in the field of public diplomacy. And in January 2020, he received an official nomination to become the new Consul General of Poland in New York. And in 2020, he passed his hearing before Parliamentary Commission receiving the green light to take over the, por- the, the post rather in March of 2020. Adrian, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure thank to have you. you back on the show again, my friend. And thank you for this kind introduction. It always reminds me what was impressive resume I have so far. So thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. That that's why that's why you guys have those and email them to us is to make sure. I think so. I think so. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so Thank you, Adrian. Uh, of that forty-eight billion, and that that's just the most recent round of funding. Um, it's been approved by the U.S. for Ukraine. Only about six billion remains to be spent. How long will that last? Let's start there. Well, first of all, as a rule of thumb, we're not supposed, it's not, not very nice for, for the diplomats to comment any decisions that is taken by the administration that obviously uh, warmly accept us here. Um, so, so we shouldn't probably directly discuss the decisions that are being made. And I always repeat that uh, whatever is a subject of the public debate here, uh, we believe that all voices have to be listened, and based on that, uh, the, the best decision should be taken. If you would ask the, the Polish advisory of the situ- on the situation, our take on, on the ongoing situation, uh, we would say that Ukraine should be deployed with all the means they need um, to to continue their counteroffensive, or as you mentioned, uh, to open up the new phase of counteroffensive. Uh, against Russia. And I think that the perception of Poland, which might be a little bit different uh, than the one uh, of the American perspective, is that we really perceive, uh, even though neither Poland nor United States are directly in the state of war with Russia, we should really consider that uh, being the the Ukrainian um, counteroffensive or, or, or the war that is uh, really uh, in defense of the value and of the freedom that, that kind of applies to the entire Western civilization. And if you look at it from that perspective, I think that it comes to the United States uh, as well as to Poland uh, at uh, the really minimum cost uh, having this uh, uh, war um, against Russia and helping Ukrainians to win the war for the sake also of our security and our safety. I don't know if I was able to make it uh, clear enough, but the message, the basic message is that Ukrainians are fighting for themselves, obviously, and for the integrity of their country. 
But maybe more importantly, uh, if we allow the international um, uh, community, allows Russia to go forward and take over Ukraine, eventually this must end, unfortunately, uh, with Russia being um, um, uh, having the more hunger for uh, for taking over more and creating uh, uh, creating uh, the threats to other countries, including Poland, obviously, but not only Poland. Uh, eventually, they might become a direct threat also to United States of America. And I think we're blessed in a way uh, that the Ukrainians are willing to fight to offer their life. But obviously, uh, due to their situation, they need support. They need material support, financial support, weaponry support, um, meaning military support to continue this counteroffensive. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that you, you, that's that's the the whole domino effect that that many say is that you know if if Ukraine right. falls, then Poland, and then who knows other European countries, and then who knows how how greedy Russia may come. The, I, there are those though who say that you know Congress approved what 113 billion in aid to Ukraine last year alone. Do we do do you know? Do we have any idea where that money is going? Are they accounting for that very well? Or do we have a, a, an idea how that's being spent? I agree that this is a very important question. All those questions should be raised and the answers should be provided, needless to say. We do have a trust, uh, as a a Poland, we do have a trust uh, to the Ukrainian administration. Um, We built a very uh, deep relationship, which is built on trust, but we also see uh, the efficiency of how Ukrainians are using the weaponry that are provided to them. Very recent events, I don't know if you follow the, the recent missile strikes yes. and how uh, the uh, old, by the way, uh, equipment provided by the U.S., by the way, worked um, to to defend uh, the, the territories and probably hundreds of civilians. And we have a lot of evidence like that. So so obviously we don't have a breakdown. And, and, and the, the, I understand that the part of this debate is, is also to have administration providing that that breakdown if, if, if the public opinion requires that. And, but this is a little bit different subject. All these questions are valid, but, but it's something that, in our view, should, should not be uh, take, take, take under the question mark is whether Ukraine needs there or not. They do need it. And again, um, this, this war is probably one of the most important uh, a conflict for the global securities that is ongoing right now. Um, and I think that the difference between other engagement of, of U.S. military um, is, is that it's only a matter of providing financial support and the, uh, and the military support instead of sending the real troops and having, you know, yours and our boys send out there to fight for um, for, for, for against Russia and for Ukrainians or, or for the global global stability and security. Uh, so again, I'm coming to my, my major point that if you consider that from that perspective, I think that this entire war and even this engagement of the United States of America and Poland comes as an, a, at a minimum cost. Um, and you said there is this probability uh, that it, it might spill uh, to other countries and uh, potentially uh, create the impose the threat to 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 other to other countries, including the United States of America. I think it's more than probability. Uh, Poland learned from experience that this is exactly the plan, and that had started in 2014 when Russia annexed Crimea. And because of the indifference of the international community, they decided 10 years later to do another step. Right. Uh, so we have a pretty, fairly, fairly good chance that if we allow them uh, to take over another piece of Ukraine, they will go for more. And um, you don't want to see, and none of Americans want to see Russia growing to the size of a serious threat to global stability. No one wants to see the Cold War atmosphere coming back um, to American realities. Uh, we just don't want to live under that threat, and we have that very unique chance uh, to to put a stop on it. And by the way, uh, we we do believe that this is probably one of the last chances uh, for also for Ukrainians, but generally for for all of us to change the dynamics of this war during this counteroffensive during this summer season so i think that if if 
at any time, I think now is the time to provide Ukrainians with really everything what they need. And it might change the dynamic of the world, might put an end to, to this Russian imperialism. But if we stop halfway through, it might not really end well. And this would be an, a, a lost effort potentially. So I think we should really join our forces to help Ukraine for this counter-offensive and for this summer season. We're talking with Poland's Consul General in New York, Adrian Kibitsky. Um, Adrian, I'm sure you're aware we're facing a serious debt crisis in this country uh, as early as the first of next month. We may, you know, exceed. We, we may default, I mean, depending on how Congress handles that. Is it fair to ask U.S. taxpayers to essentially borrow money and incur debt and then only to turn around and give that money to Ukraine. I mean, what, what do you say to those people who well, say, it's, it's you know, always, I'm sympathetic, but at the same time, we're going to borrow money and then give that money away? Listen, it's, it's uh, again, it's, it's always fair to ask, um, especially speaking of Ukrainians. These are people in need and, and yeah. they're allowed. They have every right to ask. And obviously the answer is completely different, uh, uh, different subject. And again, as I said, it has to be uh, this is why we, we really cannot say what, what the administration here should do or should not do, because all the arguments have to be taken under consideration. Right. Um, but but so something that we really encourage people to think, especially those maybe a little bit more skeptical about providing help to Ukraine. Some people feel are also a little bit tired of this ongoing war that was sure. supposed to take only a couple of months, and apparently it will take longer period of time. Unfortunately. I mentioned that already a couple of times that that we rather see this war ongoing for a while unless something happens that that help Ukrainians to uh, to to change the dynamic. It's it's not very uh, uh, optimistic time-wise. But the real question is um, not even if we can afford it because this is really not the charity case. That that's what we try to um, emphasize. It isn't a charity case. Uh, sending money, send the weapons to Ukraine is also um, giving them the tools to do partially in in huge portion um, the the job for us or on our behalf, if you will. Right. Because if they wouldn't decide to do it, and they decided, okay, you don't want to help, we we have no choice, but we have to give up. This will be a, a very problematic for the international community, especially for the Western world. And and the, the real price, the real check, will 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 come, and it will be much higher, because facing Russian threat directly, right now we have this opportunity to face it indirectly. But if we would have to uh, face it directly, that would be a, a huge uh, problem. And the imposition, and and uh, I guarantee that. No question whether uh, shall we spend money would not be really raised because that would be the necessity. Uh, so I think we, we are very privileged that we ha we may have this discussion, have this consideration whether we want to support Ukraine or not. But if we wouldn't, uh, I'm afraid that uh, eventually we would have to face it directly and, and the, the price tag will be a lot higher. I think that's a fair statement. Uh, uh, Mr. Consul General, I appreciate you again for joining us this evening. If folks want to follow you, if they want to get in touch or just kind of keep updated, they can find you on Twitter at Kubitsky underscore Adrian, and that's K-U-B-I-C-K-I underscore Adrian on Twitter. Is that, that probably one of the best ways to, to follow you to kind of see Absolutely. and keep in touch? Absolutely. Well, Mr. Consul General, again, I appreciate you joining us this evening and carry on Thank the flight, so my friend. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll take a quick break, and when we return, our studio lines will be open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Look no further than Midwest Kia for your next new Kia or certified pre-owned Kia. The long-awaited return of rebates is here, so take advantage of factory incentives on eight different all-new Kia models with as much as $7,500 in lease cash or special 2.99% APR for 66 months. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. We have 90 new Kias on our lot and ready for you 
here today with more arriving every day. Check out the new 2023 K5, Sporty Sorrento and Sportage, and the amazing Telluride. Are you considering buying a pre-owned Kia from anywhere else in town? Don't waste your time. Only Midwest Kia can offer you a certified pre-owned Kia and the peace of mind that comes with owning it. Visit us at Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. We want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Bonus for well-qualified lessees. Limited powertrain warranty valid 511 to 61. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-873-7171. Tornadoes are some of nature's most violent phenomena. They're capable of destroying one structure while leaving one nearby completely untouched. And that's what makes them so unpredictable. When a tornado watch is issued, it means conditions are favorable for tornadoes to form and to be prepared. The tornado warning means a possible tornado has been indicated by radar or observed. And if you're in the storm's path, that is the time to take shelter. At home, a basement, a safe room, or interior hallway away from windows is an ideal place to go. At work or school, proceed to a tornado shelter. Avoid open rooms such as cafeterias, auditoriums, and gymnasiums. Tornadoes can strike in any state, any month of the year, and any time of the day or night. Most importantly, make sure you have multiple ways to receive watches and warnings and prepare. Listen to KNSS Radio on your smart speaker. Try it now. Listen to KNSS Radio on your smart speaker. Try it now. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. Try it now! <laughs> if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Speaking of which, keep an eye out. We've got another major guest coming up in the next few weeks. So keep an eye on that John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And, of course, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. would love to hear from you. Don't have a whole lot of time left. We'll try and take some calls if we get a chance. You know, I mentioned... Before we talk to Consul General Kubitsky, I mentioned the uh, woke Transformers Earth Spark, and uh, my uh, my show producer here, uh, Andrew, is just he's well, he's awesome. So he looked and he got on and he found an audio clip. So this is again, keep in mind that this show was created and targeted catering to children ages seven and up this is transformers earth's earth spark and they have introduced their first non-binary character last november nightshade's pronouns are they them he or she just doesn't fit who i am 
My apologies. Please switch their piece. I am Nightshade. My pronouns are they, them. Thanks. I'm Sam. I'm she, they, but you already know that. <laughs> she, they. I, I mean, this, this is so asinine. What the heck are they doing with a show targeting seven-year-olds introducing non-binary gender pronoun concepts? She, they? What the heck is she, they? I, I mean... I, don't get me wrong, folks. You want to identify as a ham sandwich, I could care less. But don't force it on kids who don't understand. You're just confusing these children. Seven-year-olds? I mean, it's grooming. It's offensive. It's borderline child abuse. And it's just, frankly, in- inappropriate. Let kids be kids. And frankly, these are just, as I mentioned, these are destructive, it's corrosive, and it's it's not true, it's lies. I mean, you can identify and call yourself they, them. Doesn't make you a they, them. I'm sorry. The reality is what the reality is. And the only time this is going to stop is when responsible adults stop it. We don't buy this junk. We don't patronize the the businesses. We don't watch the shows. I guarantee you if Transformers Earthspark tanks in the ratings, they'll pull it. And that's the way to stop this stuff. Because until we start responding that way, this kind of garbage is going to continue. They're going to continue to shove this junk and that's not what I wanted to say, down the throats of our kids. They, them, she, they. (sighs) Idiots all. Just moronic idiots all. It's just, it's it's so inappropriate. But that's that's the culture that we live in. And again, if you want to identify that way, knock yourself out. I don't, I don't, I don't default that. I don't fault you for that, and I don't hold that against you. But don't force it on our kids. <sighs> we got some great announcements coming in the days to come. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. Have a great rest of your Memorial Day weekend. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.